Hey, 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 y'all. Arthur Dana Lynn here with another episode of my podcast, Coffee Talks and Champagne Thoughts. In this episode, we're going to talk about why I love working with kids. Now, I know you're thinking, uh, I don't really care, but there's actually a lesson in everything. So peep this. I've always had people ask me why I like working with kids. Well, me working with kids is a passion of mine. And we always compare passion with purpose. And that's not necessarily true. Sometimes your passion is your happy place. It's your place where you can drown out any negativity, frustration, anything that happened um, that was bad in your life. And in that moment, in that hour, in that second, in whatever, you're able to just enjoy life, right? And that's exactly how I feel when I'm working with kids. Now, I know you're thinking, this is like crazy. Kids, they make more noise than anything, right? They drive you crazy. They pull at your nerves. They pull at your hair. They pull at your your, your coattails. They they pull at everything. Um, but that is really my, my passion. Um, and before I even started or became an Arthur, uh, before I became um, a life purpose coach, when I was a mom and my daughter was five, that became my passion, which which was working with kids. Um, and I eventually created a non-for-profit called Rich Girls Real Women. And the reason of that was that when I looked at my daughter when she was like five years old, I kept wondering, hey, when she gets to be 15, 14, 13, you know, that crazy age, teenage age where girls are going through um, every emotion you can ever imagine, um, dealing with boys because now boys aren't ugly. They're actually cute and dealing with drama and bullying and every everything else. <laughs> I was like, where can she go to actually get a mentor, get somebody to be able to talk to if talking to me is not what she really wants? And I really couldn't think of a place here. Um, and so I decided, I said, I'm either part of the pro- problem or going to be part of the solution. So I decided to be part of the solution and created this great not-for-profit. And within that, I've actually helped other young ladies. Um, And what I do is provide mentors for our young ladies to be able to talk to. Um, It's not necessarily a counseling, but it's like a big brother, big sister, but a little bit more um, intimate so that young ladies can have just one mentor, or sometimes there's a group where they have just that one mentor and they're able to talk to that young lady about what they're going through. We also go into the schools and provide after-school programs associated with the things that our young ladies are dealing with. So such as social media, um, texting and driving, um, how to deal with bullying, um, how do I understand the, the chemical balance in my body as my body is changing? Everything imaginable we talk about with those young ladies. And of course, I bring in um, specialists um, within whatever topic that may be. Nonetheless, um, me working with kids just doesn't stop there with my non-for-profit. Um, because I'm one of the ones that has only one kid. And because my daughter is like, has been the only grandchild for so long before my nephew came around, her grandma and her grandpa always tend to get her. So I'm always by myself at home. So sometimes my friends will bring their kids by. And of course, it's a time where they can get 
out and do things without having to deal with, you know, 99 issues with questions and mommy, I'm tired, you know, the whole thing. And I always have toys over here. And one of my friends is like, girl, how do you do this? Like you deal with kids, you're writing, you know, then your daughter comes home. And of course you have to deal with every emotion she's throwing out at you. How and why do you deal with it? And I'm going to give you four reasons why I like working with kids. The first thing I love about working with kids is that they teach me how to live in the moment. As we get older, our minds travel. Um, we have so much going on that we forget how to live in the moment, how to enjoy just sitting outside and taking in the breeze or sitting outside and just enjoying um, not being able to do absolutely positively anything. I think we've learned that during quarantine, how, you know, jobs have been either went furlough or you had to work from home. Of course, schools have been shut down. So a lot of parents have been in-home teachers, <laughs> but kids teach me how no matter what is thrown at you in life, take time to enjoy the right now because you don't get it back. And how I do that is when I used to work with little kids, I used to watch them play on the playground and run around. And I don't care if they scrape themselves, whatever. They just were so happy to be outside on the recess and just enjoying that moment. They didn't care about the test that they failed. They didn't care about, oh, I didn't get, get it right, you know, when the teacher called on me. They are right now outside at recess just enjoying having fun, running around chasing my friend. And that's one of the lessons they always teach me, how to live in the moment and enjoy the right now. The second thing kids teach me is that racism is taught. They don't, they're not birthed knowing what racism means. And especially our younger ones in elementary school and, you know, kind of when you get to middle school, uh, unless they have been taught in their eyes, their friend is their friend. Their friend could be Chinese, um, Asian, and Black. And in their eyes, that's their friend. They really don't care about the their ethnicity. They don't care about you know where their family came from. All they know is, hey, we have things in common, and this is my friend. And this person has shown me that they can be a true friend to me. And it's not until they get into high school that they have to pay attention to, again, ethnicity, um, the background of that person, or i.e. Uh, the background of their parents. And unless they're taught that, they don't see that. And they, don't, they really don't give a damn. And so they teach me how to just love people for who they are, not what they are. Does that make sense? And as we get older, we start paying attention to how much money a person makes or, oh, girl, I went to their house and their house was firing. They give no dang about that. And they teach me how to live and see through that, to love a person for what they've shown me um, as, it, as it relates to self, not what they have in material. The other thing is that I love how kids, no matter what is going on, kids teach me how to forgive and forget. 
Now, it is one of the hardest things to do as you get older is to forgive or forget. Um, and that lesson I had to learn the very hard way. And when I say the hard way, I mean the hardest way you can ever imagine. But as I enjoy becoming a mentor to these kids, I see what is required to not only forgive, but also forget. Um, my high schoolers are definitely the teachers of, of teaching them that because as they get older, um, once you hurt them, they don't forget about it. And definitely they're looking for uh, revenge. But one of the things I teach my girls is self-worth. That every time they come into the classroom, my first thing that I ask them is, how much are you worth? And they'll tell me, okay, they're worth a million dollars, blah, 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 whatever it may be. And the next thing I ask them is, what grudge are you holding? And they laugh because they was like, what do you mean? I said, let me know what grudge are you holding on to? You don't have to tell me the person, but what grudge are you holding? And all of them will tell me this grudge with this person or that teacher or whatever it may be. And I said, okay, for every person that you're holding a grudge for, we're taking away this amount of dollars. And how long have you been holding on to that grudge? Well, now I got to take out more dollars because that you've held that, that grudge for even longer. And so they laugh. And as I explained it to them, I said, as long as you hold on to something, it has value to you. And as long as it has value to you, it's decreasing your value. And I want to share that with you guys. Forgiving is not for the other person. The forgiving is for you. The forgetting is not for the other person. The forgetting is for you. Now, many of us will say, well, I'll forgive them, but I ain't going to forget. And I understand that. But at some point, you have to put it away and move forward. Because as long as at some point it has has hold on you, it has value. It's just like having a million dollars. And we always think about how these lottery ticket winners go broke. And it's because they didn't take value of that one little ticket of what that ticket was bringing them. And so all they saw was these dollar signs and how much money they made. And of course, they're giving it out to people. Hey, bro, I need about $50. Okay, $50 is nothing to a million dollars. But if you're giving 50 here and 50 there and 50 here and 50 there, that's exactly what forgiving or not forgiving is. You're giving out 50 here because they still have a hold on you. You're giving out another 50 over here because they still have a hold on you in your mental capacity. And these kids, especially elementary, have you ever seen elementary school kids? I sat in a park one day and I just watched kids. Now, understand I was with my nephew <laughs> who is five. And so I was with the park with him and he wanted to go play. And he and this kid were racing, right? And they were racing to this one swing. Now, understand there are two swings available, but they were racing for whatever reason to this one swing. Well, he got to the young man, the other little kid got to the swing first. And I saw my, my nephew jump up and down, get upset, cry. And so another adult was there. You know, she was patting 
the free swing. And she was like, here, babe, you know, here, sweetie, you can get on this one. And after he kind of calmed down, he realized, oh, there is another swing. So he hopped up on the swing. And of course, one of the adults, you know, helped him as well as the young man who was before him. And before long, his tears went into happiness because now he and the young boy, whom he was racing and upset with, now they're racing and enjoying themselves. That's forgiving and forgetting. Just as simple. And we think it's easy when it comes to a swing, but what if it comes to emotions? When it comes to things that we've worked hard for and somebody has taken from us. You're right. And I've been there. But at some point, how long you have to sit, at some point you have to sit back and say, how long are they going to keep taking my value? So I share all of this to tell you guys, I like working with kids because kids teach me how to be free, how to love, and how to enjoy life, and how to forget things, how to forgive, how to stay happy. So I hope me sharing what these kids have taught me in the passion that I have teaches you something. Racism is taught. You are taught either through yourself, what you see on uh, the news, what you've been taught in your home, but racism is taught. And if people teach you about love first, then racism doesn't exist. Because think about it. Who wants a crayon box with all the same colors? Even if it has the same shades, you know, the same shades of brown. But the browns aren't the same shades. They're a little lighter. They're a little darker. Um, they have different pigment in it. And then there's the regular crayon box where there's all different colors. So if you go and you're happy to go pick crayon boxes or marker boxes that have all these different colors, why are you ashamed of what's wrong with living in a world with different shades and colors? You can't color a crayon coloring book with all the same colors well you could but would it really look cool and beautiful and bright you enjoy a rainbow of different shades of colors of yellows and blue and purple and red and pink but a black man and a white man can't sit next to each other without yeah you get it so all I'm saying is racism is taught and our kids teach us before they have been taught that love comes first. Color has nothing to do with it. So I'm author Danny Lynn and this is why I love working with kids. They teach me the most valuable, valuable lessons in life. And I hope today I taught you as well. Until next time.